I mean, we're definitely not sevens. <laughs> we're solid sixes. <laughs> Foreplay. That's F O U R play. Guys, it's a double dating app. I don't know what you're doing, wasting your time not on the app, really. It's just there's so many double dates to be had. Worst case scenario, you make some friends. I know you all need them. You're listening to this podcast. You're not that cool. 100%. Best case scenario, you find love, which we don't even know if that's possible in general, but. If it's going to happen, it's going to be on foreplay. If you live in New York or London, download it, start using. If you live in San Francisco or really anywhere else, get on the wait list and they will open up the app if enough people get on. Team up with your best friend, make a profile, find other people to go out on a date with. The link to the app store is in the description of this podcast. Download foreplay, put two solid sixes as your option. Your girl's got to get that bag. Download it it on the app store, F-O-U-R-P-L-A-Y. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, hi guys. Hey everyone. <laughs> yes, we're still in Hawaii. We are. And I'm absolutely sick of you. I don't yeah, know about you. No, for sure. Really, my biggest qualm with you from the past seven days has been, well, a night that we're going to dive into and I'll kind of let you tell it as I actually wasn't present. Yeah, you removed yourself. Um, she camped, for lack yeah. of a better word. Listen to our other episodes to know what that means. But we kind of went into this trip saying, let's really dive in. Let's let's be social. Let's go to bars. Let's, right. let's live on island time, <laughs> really. And so... We went to our local bar. We live in kind of this fun town and we're absolutely just our local bar because we're locals. Well, I'm I'm the self-proclaimed queen of Kona. Right. So, yeah, we're locals. There's been this bit that we walk through because we're like a small town in this big island in Hawaii. And we'll walk by the the main town every morning. And this man who is likely homeless. I was going to say doesn't have a home. (laughs) We walk by him and every day he goes. You guys, everyone in town is talking about you three. And at first I was flattered and I was like, oh my God. I know. I can't believe everyone's talking about me. But then I realized, oh, is everyone the voices it's in his a, head? It's, it is the voices in his head. Yeah, it, it's it's everyone that lives and exists in his mind. But still, that's a lot of people. That is a lot of right? people. I that's mean, true. He's, yeah, so the hype we get from this man makes us think we are these self-proclaimed queens of Kona, but we won't get into it. But so this one night, we're out we're out at, yes, our local bar. Yes. And, you know, we're hitting it off. We're, we're chatting with these guys. It's really fun. It's also, like, very fun for us because we haven't really been able to go to a bar. So we're kind of, like, really seizing the night as in, like, shots for all, come one come right. all San like, Francisco doesn't even have open restaurants anymore so we can't even eat outside the fact that we're in a bar in, inside a bar yeah. yeah and also everyone on the island has been tested I, I don't want to get into that yeah. so we're very safe so right before Caitlin leaves we meet these guys who are all part of a sort of bachelor party and one thing that we've learned about Hawaii is that guys and girls get married at the age of like 22 yeah. I don't know if it's just like you're on an island and there's sort of no other hope so let's get married <laughs> and have kids or why that is but yeah. everyone's like our age yeah we're the old haggard wenches yeah, that, that um, haven't uh, found a guy. <laughs> yeah. So we we meet these guys. Caitlin decides, you know, I want nothing to do with this. So I'm going to go put myself to bed right. and walk home and leave. And it was leave. 1230, which at, was 2.30 PST, was still fully on California time. Exhausted. Don't camped. try to justify it. You know, she just removed I ceased, herself. I removed myself because I ceased all motor function. And yeah. that's what it was. 100%. She walks home. Katrina and I proceed to, oh, I don't know, get on their bachelor party bus to go to their dubious hotel. That's a 17 minute drive away. This was 2 a.m. We get on this bus. We're like, this will be so fun. In our minds, as the city girls we are, we're like, oh, we'll just go for a bit, maybe have a beer or two <laughs> and get an Uber home. 
on island time, there's no just going for a bit. You're locked. And also on island time, there are no Ubers. We realize that at this hotel, we are trapped. And at what time did you realize you were trapped? So we, we didn't stay a bit. It was more than a couple of beers. <laughs> it's 4 a.m. Right. And we're trapped. And we go to the hotel managers and we're like, can we please get a ride home? I mean, we need to leave. Like, we're, our work here is done. How, how do yeah. we get out of here? The guys were super nice. They were like, you can stay here or whatever. We're like, uh, no, goodbye. Absolutely not. I don't, I don't know any of you. <laughs> we, we don't know how we got here. Like, Thanks for the kind offer. We're watching like Travis Scott music videos. Like everyone's like camped. It's just like, what are we doing here? And uh, the hotel manager, God, he was an angel. He was another angel we met on this trip. Puts us in the business center. Um, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, is, is it's covered in sort of laptops. It's a communal area where you can sort of do business. And we proceeded to sleep in the business center for two hours until 6 a.m. <laughs> when the hotel manager himself, his night shift ended and he could drive us home. Katrina slept in a V kind of on a chair. <laughs> We're sleeping in these like makeshift sort of like literal 90 degree angle chairs. So by sleeping, I mean, we're upright sitting, just staring at each other in a V position. It was horrible. Like, I wish I could even say like, I found love in a hopeless place. Right. We kissed any of them. No, I can't even say that. We sat and watched Travis Scott music videos for four hours with these boys because they were our age. <laughs> and then we left. When they rejoined me the next morning, I was hoping, OK, like at least they got something out of it. Right. Like <laughs> one of them, one of them, again, found love in a hopeless place, got maybe a smooch, something, something, nothing, nothing. And an outside perspective was me waking up every 30 minutes, <laughs> terrified in this in this condo. I had to leave them our key because at that point we hadn't realized we had two keys. Had to leave the condo door unlocked as I woke up every 30 minutes. Oh, they have to be home by now. Yeah. I checked my phone at around 2.30 thinking they're home. Katrina had just in that moment sent me a text saying, I love you. I'm like, what? where are you? Where are you guys? Why do you love me? She goes, getting on a party bus to the ex hotel that we're not going to reveal. I finally hear them come in. I'm like, thank God. It must be like three in the morning. I look at my phone. Oh, it's 6.30. I just had no idea what to think until we were rejoined the next morning. It was horrible. The feeling of walking into your Airbnb to meet Caitlin's disgruntled face at 6 a.m. is just one for the books. It's, I never want to go back there. Every time we walk by the bar that we were at, Mm -hmm. we like kind of a a shiver is sent down our spine. So yeah, we are the queens of Kona. We're also (laughs) probably never welcome back, Um, but it's fun while it lasted, right? One final little update here. It's funny because I actually touched on this kind of same vein last week about someone saying you look like someone ugly, but I matched with this guy on Hinge. We were chatting it up. He asked me if I've ever seen the show Entourage. I haven't. So clearly I'm asking all my friends who might have seen it. Why would he ask me this? Do you think he thinks I look like someone in it? I'm, I'm diving in. He takes a, a whole day to reply to every single message. I am kind of waiting on bated breath for him to tell me that I look like probably some gorgeous, gorgeous girl, right? Yeah. The protagonist, of course. The protagonist. So we're all like, so he, oh my God, it's, right. it's her. It's so he pro- replies to me. He replies to me and says, yeah, um, you, sorry, you just look like someone from the show. I look up girl from Entourage. The main one that comes up is this girl named Sloan. She's gorgeous. She looks like Nina Dobrev. I'm like, oh, oh my God. Well, like, like bashly, like tucking your hair behind your ear. Like, oh my God. Like, I don't even see it, but I can't believe he thinks I look like that. Thank like, you oh so, my God. Like, okay, he's the one. I mean, Right, like, he's the wow. one. And so just to confirm, I'm like, mm, what character? Because I've never seen it. He takes again a day to reply. I'm waiting so bashfully. And he finally replies, Ari Gold's wife. I look it up. Oh, it's a 50-year-old woman. 
Yeah, it, it's definitely, it wasn't what we thought it was for sure. And that's where I'll just kind of leave the story because I'm still in pain over it and I'm embarrassed, frankly. Yeah. yeah. One more update because we are, you know, Queens of Kona. Right. We went on a sort of booze cruise-esque event and we're on this boat and the the deck crew which like if I was thrusted into reality of being in San Francisco in my home like if someone was like oh my my full-time job is like sort of a deck hand on a kind of <laughs> booze cruise boat I'd be like okay hmm, maybe not my type right but when I'm in Kona in Hawaii everyone's my type everyone's my type and so we get on this boat we're like in our cute dresses I think we look amazing the only other people on the boat are a group of like 60 year old woman right. um one of which was named diana it was her 60th birthday right. and she sang single ladies with us into the splits yes because she is a single lady shout out <laughs> diana i'm trending towards diana and that's kind of scares me <laughs> <laughs> we we're kind of flirting with the deckhands and by kind of flirting i want to mean we're four tequila shots deep and we're <laughs> screaming because like there's wind so it's kind of it's too loud so we're screaming in their faces through our masks <laughs> what are you guys doing after this you're coming out with this right Lit- literally like we're so pumped to hang out later like oh what's my god what's the move what's the move it's a friday night where do you guys usually go what bar and one by one they all the first one says "Ooh, got a bottle of wine and my girlfriend waiting for me back at home in bed Oh, okay. okay. That's fine. That's One's fine. We'll, we'll good, for on to the good for you. Good for you. Good for you. We'll move on to the next. And by e- each one, they're getting less cute, right? Because we start of with course. the cutest. The next one, just straight up no, actually. This guy was just straight <laughs> up no. He's like, I'm spoken for. I have to get up early tomorrow. Just no. And then I really, it kind of hit the nail on the head when- We put all our eggs into this guy, Elliot's <laughs> basket. We're like, all right, right. well, Elliot- This is the final- This is the final, final try, like, yeah. Elliot, all of your friends are being lame as hell. Where are we Where going? Where are we going? <laughs> oh, I'm happily married. <laughs> At that point, we just decided to end ourselves. We don't deserve to live. No, the rejection hurts so bad at a certain point. You're like, (laughs) I can't even get a a nice, sweet deckhand who's 5'8 to look at me. Right. (laughs) Great. I'm honestly sitting here still, like, embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) We were, guys, we were dressed to the nines. We looked so cute. The only option, I think, is maybe because we had our masks on and they couldn't see how gorgeous our lips were. Or maybe they were married. Yeah. (laughs) We don't really have an official hinge cringe segment for you guys this week, unfortunately, but I did want to touch on Natalie, Katrina, and I made a group hinge while here in Kona, obviously thinking we were going to get blown the fuck up <laughs> with requests <laughs> to go on dates with us. And there's a lot of characters here in Kona. I've there realized. are. There and are. One, I just need to share the best one with you guys. Obviously, we've gotten some kind of hilarious, like one guy said, all right, here's the deal. You buy us drinks. We'll show you around. Here's the thing, Sam. I didn't want to go with you on a date already. You're ugly already. You're ugly already. And now I have to buy you and your two friends drinks? That's a big no. A big, big no. no for me. Additionally, we would have used Foreplay, the app, if it was live in Hawaii. Wink, wink, sign up for Foreplay. Exactly. Link in bio. <laughs> Just circling back on sort of the characters we see on this island. Caitlin, take it away. Well, we come across a guy who's liked us. I won't dive into his appearance. He does have really long dreads, but we're swiping and... He has a video and it's captioned day workflow and you can't make this up. I've never seen this in my life. It's him from like kind of an above angle, maybe like a a a security camera or something completely stark naked from the back mowing his lawn. And the video goes on for a while. He circles the lawn. We see the full frontal. We see the back. We see the front. It's. I did some pauses and some zooming to see if I could see, you know, anything, but (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't. So did we match? Yes. No. 
Okay, we said we're not doing a hinge cringe segment, but I absolutely need to do this one. My hinge is personally still set to my city because, you know, we get enough characters on our group hinge in in Hawaii. But let's debate this topic, colon, toilet paper or baby wipes? (laughs) (laughs) Like, do you want me to have a semblance of attraction to you at all? Or do you want me to picture you on the toilet? Because that's what I'm doing. With a baby wipe. With a baby (laughs) wipe. Why do you also have access to baby wipes? Let's move on. Let's move on. All right. He's perfect, but everyone jingle Caitlin on the fly. Give us one. He, he, he's perfect, but do do do. Oh, that was pretty good. That was really good. You start. I'll start. He's perfect, but he has a lisp. <laughs> so you're saying he's literally perfect in every way possible? Yes, but he literally has kind of a shashi lisp. Oh, so it's like this. So he's like, babes, where are we going? Exactly. Okay. Got to sort of stew on this one a bit. <laughs> you know, it's hard to say. So I think Matt James has sort of a bit of a lisp, the bachelor himself. He does. He totally does. Lisps are more common than than we I think. I myself have a bit of a speech impediment, I think. But the straight up, really noticeable lisp. It, it's harder to swallow. Right. God, he's perfect, though. If he has a lisp that makes you do a double take, I think it's... Uh, Hey, but you might be saying yes. I'm going to say yes, honestly. I'm going to say it's okay with me. (laughs) He's perfect, but he peels and eats his toenails. Dude. But he does it in private. Uh, So I don't know? I do know. No, you know in private, but like others don't know. You just know. No? No. Peeling, fine, eating. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. He's perfect, but anime is his preferred entertainment. Okay, okay. Entertainment, as in... Um, I'm not specifying. Okay. I'm going to assume all f- across all platforms. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely seen on Hinge, it's a very real thing. A lot of guys like my passion, colon, anime. Um, okay. Do I match with them? No. I have to say no. I just differ so greatly from that. Like, I just... I mean, he's perfect, though. He just likes anime. Likes Love, or his no, passion? his passion, yeah. Okay. You know, I'll give it a try, okay. for sure. I'll say yes. He's perfect, but he wears a giant World of Warcraft ring with some sort of emblem on it, and he never takes it off. What is a World of Warcraft ring, you know, and how do I get one? You know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. Those giant sort of like emblem rings. It almost looks like a, it looks like a World Series ring, but instead it's for it's some for, sort of okay. like, it has like a dragon on it. Did he at least win something? Sure, <laughs> of course he won the ring. No. No. That's too much for you? I think it's too much. What do you think about guys with rings in general? Because I've been with a guy with a ring. I also have been with a guy with many thick, thick rings on his fingers. And I overlooked it. It was definitely like I liked him despite that. So you would think you would like a guy who's perfect despite his World of Warcraft ring. <laughs> well, it's the background it's different, behind though. the World It's of also Warcraft different. Ring. It's like a giant like emblem yeah. with like a sword and a, a dagger and a dragon. Is it's he, so different than like a band. Is he wearing that on our wedding day? Like, come on. He doesn't take it off. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's perfect, but he hunts and wants a room full of all the animal heads mounted on the wall. Oh my God. That's such a good one. <laughs> that is such a good one. My type, I would like to think, is a guy who doesn't hunt. Right? Okay. Right. Well, we'd like to think, but he's perfect in every other way. That's okay with me, honestly. Yeah. That's okay. That's not as bad. But like, I have qualms. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Okay, this one is inspired by someone we met in the hot tub here at our <laughs> at our condo. He's perfect, but he enjoys painting his toenails turquoise. Dude, Harry Styles has painted nails 
I don't give a fuck. I knew you'd I be love fine it. with it. I knew you'd be fine with it. I don't love it. it, but it's fine with me. We also, like, we met this guy in the hot tub. He's kind of like a dad-like figure. Like, yeah, let's totally... not say guy. He was 70. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> oh, sorry, man, like, so normal. He wasn't creepy at all. It wasn't, like, yeah. you know, hitting on us story at all. It was literally just a friend. And he sort of props his hands on the side and lifts his feet in the hot tub. And they, they peek out, and his toenails are painted bright turquoise to reveal an easter egg of of a toe, <laughs> of a toe. i was like wow like y- you just didn't seem like sort of the turquoise nail Not guy he's like yeah i work in you know tech guy uh whatever i'm like wow all right what yeah. kind of what's your story <laughs> yeah i think i'm gonna be fine with it he's perfect but he shaves his armpits oh no <laughs> i've been with guys who shave their arms <laughs> I kind of thought about that when I wrote this one down. <laughs> Armpits is different, though. That's sort of a sign of your manliness, I would say. Why does he do it? Is he a swimmer? Take it as you will. If he's perfect, I guess it's fine. But it gives yeah. me sort of the vibe that he, like, also mm. waxes things. Mm-hmm. Which Shaves I don't in between his eyebrows. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> he's perfect, but he hates traveling and never wants to leave California. You can, but he won't. I mean, what am I? Are we not going on a honeymoon? Are we not? Looks like you're going on a honeymoon on the north side of Tahoe that's in California. Damn. I mean, he's perfect. It's just, what is it? A fear of flying? Like, I mean, you got to respect those things, but that sucks. No, it's obviously not a fear of flying. It's just like a sort of California nationalist feeling given that he he, you can drive anywhere but he just won't he just doesn't want to leave because he's which would make me think he's sort of closed-minded in some senses perhaps yeah i'm gonna say no it's too much of a red flag well you can live such a happy life in california yeah it's not that i'm trying to travel a world and like live in europe by any means that's not my personality but i'd like to go on a honeymoon okay whatever it's it's fine with me maybe he has a fear okay okay fair last one he's perfect but he has two kids I'm okay with it. (laughs) People say I give off like major stepmom energy, which I'm totally fine with. I would love to raise kids that I don't have to personally birth. I'm surprised, but not surprised by your answer. I'm the reason I'm not surprised is because you you do like daddies. (laughs) I am surprised is because you hate kids. Yeah, I do. So, well, I'm going to have kids of my own. Kind like of a I paradox. Yeah, kind of a paradox. I don't know. I, it's okay with me. Totally. Okay. 100%. Great. Are the kids on. my age? That would be tough. Yes, the kids are older than you. Yeah. <laughs> you can call me mom. Yeah. <laughs> no, we haven't done a definition in a while here, but this one was kind of too good to pass up. We touched on this idea a couple of episodes back. It's it's the idea of you find a guy on Hinge or maybe just in life. He DM'd you on Instagram, whatever it is. And you see that you have a couple of mutual friends. You obviously reach out to those mutual friends. What do you think of Matthew? And, you know, you're hoping for a maybe, oh, well, you're hoping, hoping for a, he's amazing, go for it, you're so his type. But you're you're hoping for at least, at the very least, a, he's to- he's fine, I don't know him that well, but sure. But sure, right. And with our luck, every single time that I have reached out to a mutual friend about a guy, they have only said four words. And those four <laughs> words are, run, run for, for the, the hills. hills. So... <laughs> And you can't make this shit up. I had already created this definition. I'm not kidding. I wrote this in my notes for this episode. I matched with a guy on Hinge and I had reached out to one of my mutual friends about the guy. And she actually only replied, run for the hills. This was already after I created the definition. You cannot make this up. Yes. I was freaking out. It's so sad. It's like you just you you maybe make a connection. You maybe are like, oh my god, maybe I want to go. On a, maybe I want to pursue something with them. Mm-hmm. And then you hear from their one distant mutual friend, run for the hills. Right, and it's like, 
it's already terrifying to go on a hinge date or any date. It's so nerve wracking. It's so hard to commit to. Unless it's a, a double date with right, you exactly. through foreplay. <laughs> going on a date with a stranger alone is terrifying. And when you have a mutual friend that you already know and somewhat trust saying, run for the hills. So scary. So bad. That's our definition for the week, everyone. We're now going to swiftly transition into <laughs> unsolicited advice. If you guys are exhausted with Caitlin and I giving you horrible <laughs> advice, just skip to the end. Yes. Or stop asking us questions. Yeah, it's <laughs> so true. We do get an influx of questions. We're going to start with one. Um, I'll take this as sort of corporate Natalie here. Should I quit my lifeguard job to work in marketing? Uh... I don't know you at all. I don't know. How old are you? Are you in your 20s and you're a lifeguard? Are you like at a normal age where you should be a lifeguard? Do you want to work in marketing? We're 23-year-olds who have a podcast. I'm not your career coach. What's going on? (laughs) Marketing's great. Lifeguarding is also great. You know, it's like whatever, whatever your passion is, I guess. I cracked about this question. I love that you would trust us with that. But again, we're not, we're not career coaches. Please go find one. Okay, next one. How many Bumble dates is too many in a day or week? In a day? That's so funny. I know that this girl has actually messaged us before saying that she's like gone on three in a day. Like she's gone on a private jet. And she's a savage. Such a savage. But I'm going to say go on one date a day. (laughs) (laughs) Like what if you get. How do you. I am emotionally and physically exhausted after one date. Like just talking about myself, asking questions, being engaged. I'm so, so tired. And I'm like an extreme extrovert. Totally. The thought of going on two dates in a day, let alone three. If you can maybe swing like a really quick first date with one guy and then maybe it's like your coffee chat and then maybe it's like your second or third date with another guy that you really want to see maybe sure I don't know sure if you're trying to pack more than one first date into a day like first date yeah that's exhausting I also would like the time to just like debrief a date like I have to call all my friends I immediately call Caitlin I have to call all my friends rehash of course ask if he's the one figure out a way to ghost him I also look like (laughs) I also look awful at the end of the day my makeup's running I'm totally to freshen up just no no Okay, really honored by this question, Samantha. Good first date tips, like make a good impression, question mark. So I'm honored. Right. Caitlin and I both have had guys fall in love with us after one date. Um, so, you know, it's it's <laughs> it's not that hard. Be perfect and gorgeous, number one. Number one, um, be perfect. No, I think, I, I think that everyone feels awkward going into a first date, no matter what. Like, we're very outgoing. I feel awkward and nervous, but... If you just try to not let that show, pretend that you don't care, they will feed off of that energy and the date will be so much less awkward. Totally. Yeah. Be confident about things. Say like, I'll always say like, yeah, so on our second date, we can like if I'm vibing, yeah. like I don't care. I yeah. think that's just like fun. Also, don't be afraid to like be flirty. Like they asked you on a date. They think you're attractive. Like totally like a little hand it, touch, little, yeah, like whatever. We elbow talk. touch. Like, totally. To, to reference back to what Mr. 85 said. 100%. Elbow touch goes a long way. I also stand by this rule which we empower anyone to do anything they want on any date. It's your body. It's your choice. I think don't go further than a kiss with a guy on a first on a date. First date. I think a kiss is totally great. You get a little feel for like what it's going to be like. If but you even have a physical attraction. Totally. Why, you know, pack that all into the first date. That's at least my opinion. But Someone asked this question and I don't know if they were serious or not, but I kind of love it. How to tell a boy that you're getting serious with that he will always be second after your best friend. <laughs> I identified with this because obviously Natalie will always put me first before her boyfriend. And yes, I will put you first. And yes, I say that because (laughs) I have been single far longer than she has. (laughs) However, 
I wouldn't tell him that. If he's your boyfriend, maybe don't tell him that. Just, like, leave enough time for your girlfriends. Yeah. How about that? I think definitely don't tell him that. (laughs) Towards the end of one of my relationships, I sort of used that as a way to kind of lay the breadcrumb trail to know that we would be ending. I would say, oh, I need time with Caitlin now. I need, you know, three days with her. (laughs) So I don't think it's a good look from the boyfriend's perspective. Here is the the crux of unsolicited advice (laughs) that we will get into. This is our main question and likely the title of this episode. And it's this. How do you spot a a short king? king. (laughs) I laughed so hard when I read this. It's so simple, but it really got me thinking. How do you spot a short king? And this is obviously for online dating apps, right? Of course. And let's define what a short king is because we call every man (laughs) under six feet a short king. (laughs) No, and for all you men listening that aren't six that aren't six feet, you're not a short king. You are a short king if you're below five eight, and I'm sorry. You are, you are, but like also. I love guys that own it. Exactly. Like that guy that your friend matched with whose bio literally says. Yeah. Okay. So my, so my friend, she actually wanted me to shout her out. Shout out Mia. She loves short kings. She actually prefers short kings. Yeah. So if you're a short king, I'm not saying you can't get any. No. You have your and target you've audience. you've been with short kings. I've been with short kings. I can't say the same, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a short queen myself, so I can go with short kings. But, but yeah, my friend matched with this guy and in his bio, it said short king comma grit guy. <laughs> Like, like I short love kings that. have grit and I love that. I love that energy of identifying yourself as a short king. Like that's so attractive. So attractive. To be confident. Yeah. Own it. Because I tell us all this time, you say you're 5'11", you're 5'8". Totally. Like I've gone on a date with a guy who said he was six feet who's actually 5'10". Right. And I'm okay with it. But it's like just own it. But you have to say six feet. <laughs> when you're gone on a date. But totally. Totally. How to spot a short king is it says 5'11 on, on the dating yes. app. I was about to say, let's to dive into the actual ways to spot. Yeah. If they say 5'11", they are shorter <laughs> than that. 100%. There's, there's no way. Like because again, the tried and true... If they were actually 5'11", they'd put six feet. So if they put 5'11", they're 5'9". 100%. So that's number one way you can spot. Um, Number two, if they're the shortest guy in one of their photos with their friends. Yeah. They're either a terrible photo picker or they're a short king. Because think about every friend group, male friend group you've encountered. There's never a group of guys, unless they're a pro basketball team, that are all above six feet. There's always short kings mixed in. So if he is the shortest one in the photo, especially if the other people in the photo are girls, he is a short king. Oh, God. Yeah. Right. 100%. I've also seen this on TikTok. Don't think I could ever dive in this deeply, but I've seen people screenshot the photo, (laughs) find something in the photo to compare it to. Like, let's say he's holding a Corona bottle. A Corona bottle take the measurements of the corona take the dimensions in which the corona is like <laughs> in his hand in his against, hand his, against body. his body and figure out how tall he is which is hilarious and if you have that much time yeah to to, to dive into adobe photoshop yeah. yeah then i respect you i think the well. moral of the story is just like you can tell by context clues of course yeah and you should do a little recon because you don't want to show up to the date looking for the six foot guy and little Jimmy over there, yeah. pipsqueak, kind of jumps out from behind a chair right. at a whopping five six and goes, hey, Natalie, hey, it's me. Exactly. There's nothing more terrifying than searching for the six one guy and seeing a little Uzi Vert. <laughs> We're going to read another review before we wrap because literally guys will pay you for a review. Like (laughs) they just make us so happy. So we're going to read this one from Hannah. And the title is from one six to another. Thank you, Hannah. I listen to this podcast when my best friend is busy and can't talk on the phone because I feel like it's us having a conversation. We love this podcast. 
And Hannah M20, that's exactly our goal from this making this podcast. 100%. I guess moral of the story is please like, rate, and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram at Two Solid Sixes. Leave a review. A really kind, glowing review. Paragraphs are encouraged. (laughs) (laughs) And also, we'd appreciate if you could download Foreplay. We want to hear your Foreplay double dating stories. So if you're in New York or London now, send us those stories now. 100%. Yeah. Start sending the story. If you send us a story about Foreplay, we will definitely feature it. Link is in our bio in our Instagram and on this episode. Download it. Start dating. Get crazy. Get crazy. Get wild. Let's party. Get out. Thanks for listening, guys. See you guys next week. week.